Hello, Alienist fans. We are recapping season one, episode eight of The Alienist. We got some special things for you. We have guest Brittany Batchelder with us today. We have our segment, hashtag it means something, where we bring you a whole bunch of clues. And we have a fan giveaway. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I just love this song. It's my jam. <laughs> Hello, Alienist fans. I am your host, One Two Three Jackie B. With me in the house, we have special guest Brittany Batchelder. She played Joanna Crawford, otherwise known as Cyrus's niece. Yes. We have Takira and Candy as well. Alice is hey still hiking Mount Kilimanjaro as we speak, and she will be back next week. Yes. So, ladies, what were your general thoughts on this episode? Me, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. <clears throat> I have two words. Poor Mary. <laughs> Poor Mary, I know. Mary. I really had hope for Chrysler for this episode. And, uh, again, I was like, whoa, okay, we're back to square one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're back to crazy, sad Chrysler. Yes. Yeah. And I'm the same. Poor Mary literally brought me to tears. Like, oh, I'm just like, just barely hung on there. And then I really think that we're getting closer to uh, to our killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. So we had a whole bunch of clues for our hashtag. It means something. So we have yes. the clues leading towards this guy named Japheth Drury, but it's weird because the guy, this we have this character who molests him, and I'm looking through my notes. His name is George, George Beecham. Beecham. Yes. But then we have a character named Joseph Beecham? Joe Beecham? We do. Yeah. Beecham? We do. Yeah. That name, uh, yeah. I, I believe yeah. that's what it is. I'm looking through my notes. I'm looking yes, through my notes. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. That is correct. As soon as I John heard Beecham. the last name, Beecham. John, John Beecham. John Beecham. So John Beecham has... All of the same qualities as Japheth does. Mm-hmm. He has like a facial tick. He's mm-hmm. tall. Um, so, what are the chances that Japheth and Sean Beecham are the same person? Oh, it sounds like it might just be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That. Similarities are a little too close. Too and close why up. do we think? Why do we think we have the name John Beecham? Do you think he took it from the guy who assaulted him? Do you think I there's... I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a connection Yeah, there. especially considering what happened with his family and how they were slaughtered. I think mm-hmm. that that was the perfect getaway for him. Why not kill this guy and take his identity? Exactly. Yeah. And not just his identity, because his name was George, um, but he turned his name into John... My predictions um, only, but... I think it kind of, um, there was this closeness that John mentioned, or I'm sorry, his brother Adam mentioned that he had with this older man. Mm -hmm. Um, He felt some type of trust. So it's kind of like you love someone. It's someone like someone in the family hurting you. You still love them. But you hurt me at the same time. So right. it's that uncomfortable uh, And you know area. what's interesting about what you just said is that when at the beginning when we thought that Willem was initially the killer, he was doing the same thing with these young boys. He was going in and he was building a relationship with them mm-hmm. and he was gaining their trust in what we thought was happening, which we thought he was killing the kids. But So it's very interesting, those similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So he seems to have... <clears throat> this mixed relationship with uh, with uh, 
George Beecham because he there's this there's obviously like he was scarred by him and there's so there's a level of like hate there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then there's also a level of love because this person was supposed to be his only friend and mentor mm-hmm. so i think that's um, that could be part of what's causing like the mental imbalance in his brain mm-hmm. to to make him do the things that he's doing. Well, he's used to people who are supposed to love him hurt him, and so his they mention his mother or you know Adam, which oh, it was our it means something. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah the mother has it, some issues. It was. Mm-hmm. She was. And we had nice. Well, we had well, we had Chrysler rail uh, like an episode or two ago about how it couldn't be the mother. Mm -hmm. This was like there's no um, there's no scientific studies based on like mothers abusing children. And he brings up like the Freud, the father situation. And um, here we have it be like we have a mention to the the mother being very abusive again, 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 consistently again. Willem's mom had this like I mean Willem's mom had this weird vibe about her too, and it was uh, Alice's. It means something was mothers, and so she hit it right on the. And yeah. we, have, we have the religious thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, it's crazy because on this panel, we have this crazy thing where we read each other's minds. And yes. last week yes. with our last guest and with Allison and I, and it might just happen this week with Brittany. So okay. watch closely, guys. It means something. Um, so, yes, mothers. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's religious. We have the religious craziness. thing. We have the mothers thing. We have. Um, now, Japheth was not a soldier, but. George was a soldier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Am I coming up with this? No, no, no he no, was no, a soldier. No, he was. Sorry, he, he was, was a soldier because, okay. <clears throat> so he was the soldier from the records that they found. So we mm-hmm. know he fits every, like almost all of their tick marks. Right, So yeah. he was a soldier. He did, um, they did have experiences with uh, seeing Native Americans kill people mm-hmm. in their town so they he knows of the ritualistic uh nature of some of the killings as far as like the dismemberments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but he doesn't know their meaning because he's not native american which is right. exactly yeah. what dr kaiser was saying before yes. and yeah. I, and the parents i know that we don't have confirmation but <laughs> I think we all maybe are on one accord that uh, this Japheth slash John killed his parents, yeah. and yes. and it was that again well, and he that killed George too. So he killed yeah, his, parents. his parents, right? And the eyes and the throat, which is so similar to the little boys mm-hmm. that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. And then there was also a mention made uh, by the gentleman that was, uh, I think he was the one that was carrying Sarah Howard. Um, that he said that the Indians kidnapped Japheth. Yes. yes. That was the story they gave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was the story yeah. that, that was gave. given. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then so she was like, don't trust anything. Don't trust her. him. So, I want to know who this is. Like, yeah, what is, she... is going to be his side yeah. of, like, you know, his whole thing and all of this? Right. It's just, I don't even know what to say. It's just right. so much. And yeah. like, what is going to be his part? And why do you think, why do you think that she said that? <sighs> I don't know. But I mean, I have some theory. Clearly... What do you There's think? There's some history there with with yeah. his character, and she's like, "Don't trust nothing he says." He's clearly done something to her. Where? But what do you think? Yeah, I think it's because he's the police. I think you know he oh. has a badge. We deal with this in New York. I think mm. they have tribes from not necessarily tribes, but they have uh, 
village so to speak like you know how they say it takes a tribe it takes a village to Mm -hmm. protect you know something so strong i think that they have connections between cities police and i think they're both working together to hide the real truth whatever that may be because i think john aka japeth was some type of figure um or maybe they would be embarrassed because he was a soldier and I think gossip, uh, J- what would we say? JP, the gossip queen. JP, the said gossip it be- queen. <laughs> said yes. it best. I would be um, JP Morgan, the gossip queen. Right. JP Morgan, the gossip queen, said it best <sighs> that the police would be completely embarrassed if the, the alienist, you know, finds a killer before they did. So maybe yeah. they would be embarrassed that this person, the killer itself, is a soldier. So. I also think that uh, she might have said what she said because it's a small town and she just knows everyone in the town. So mm. I do think that maybe maybe it's a combination of her not trusting him, but also she probably knows the real story mm-hmm. because the town is so small. Right, and not to mention, she says she grew up with him, you know? Yeah. So she really oh. knows what happened. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. So there are just two more clues that I don't want to bypass. So we know that uh, Japheth was an expert climber in the gunks or the mm-hmm. Shawan gunks. I can't yeah, pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Shawan gunks. Yes. <laughs> so he was an expert mountain climber. And then, um, I'm so sorry, I'm looking for my other clue. She's being though. an alias, alienist right now. I know. She's right? reviewing <laughs> all of her details well, to make while sure. You, I was going to say, while you went on that one, another clue that you might be hinting to, because we read each other's minds around here, is the fact that his commander caught him in the alleyway with that boy. Like, how chilling yes. was that? That was what I wanted to say, because point. he was naked yeah. He was naked and sexually aroused while beating somebody. But, but in blood. we can't, listen, but we can't believe anything this guy said. That's yeah, another that's thing. True. We don't, is that really the truth? Because we can't believe anything that that guy said. I don't know. He's kind that came from the commander, and he's a soldier, and I kind of think that if he was trying to hide who this guy was or what he's capable of, he wouldn't even even say that. You know what? I'm sorry. I think I, I confused my two characters. I did. Uh, I yeah. was confusing him with the other guy. I'm with sorry, the, guys. I'm just police. so excited right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know what's <laughs> going, going on. on. I don't trust anybody <laughs> in this <laughs> show <laughs> at all. Hashtag no new friends. No new no friends. friends. No new friends. <laughs> My, um, I do have another It Means Something because it was driving me crazy and I promise I'm bringing it back next episode. I'm spending all week to find this or next uh, next week when we talk. But my hashtag It Means Something is this turquoise ring. So I don't know if anyone else caught it, but again, I've said it before, I'm super anal- analytical. When we saw um, John Moore's the picture of John Moore's brother on the wall who we, you know, someone gave a toast. We thought at the time it may be the killer. You know, uh, this person, that person had a ring on. And I put it in my notes weeks ago and didn't think twice about it. This episode, I immediately recognized that there is a turquoise ring that was on the hand of the gentleman that was on the train that watched them walk by. Same turquoise ring. Mm, She's good. You are good. You are good. good. Right. (laughs) But I got something something even dolder. The when um the driver got shot, the guy holding it with the hat holding the the ring was on the guy with us on the guy. So I'm like, this is the guy. And even even down to the guy who uh, put chloroform over Stevie's mouth. 
He did not have the same ring on, but it was silver and turquoise the same. So I don't know if this is some type of group or some type of type ring of tribe. Ring tribe. Yeah, <laughs> like turquoise ring tribe. Ring tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag turquoise ring tribe. Yeah. It means something. And it gave me chills when I saw it. It, it totally threw me. So. Wow, that's wow. A, that's a yeah, good, that's wow. very observant. I'm looking for rings now. What wow. I'm curious though is we haven't really they haven't really established that the juries juries the juries are immigrants, but we had postulated that Japis uh, or the killer came from an immigrant background, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so we know that the Swede. The guy with the ring who's like the, the murderer for hire for the cops. Mm-hmm. We know that he's <laughs> yeah. an immigrant, but yeah. I, I'm I'm just curious because like that's the only plot point that seemed to be a really big one that tied everything together that we haven't really, that's really mm-hmm. true. come yeah, together. That's a great point. And we yeah. don't know how I mean Adam clearly speaks like he you know, as um maybe was born there. Not yeah, he speaks like a continental He's, American. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I mean, clearly we can't hear the parents. Right. <laughs> see what yeah. they sound like. So. Right. It's a really good point. So um, I just want to take a minute to ask you if you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life. For those of you who do, I have a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos, the podcast edition, is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder, Maria Menounos, and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career and relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you never had. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know it was us who got you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos, the podcast edition. Check it out. So that was our little plug for Maria's podcast. Yes. And now let's get back into the love triangles. We... Yes. Well, it's not a love triangle anymore. Yeah. It's not a love triangle. It's not. It's not. Alice not. would be so disappointed. Yeah. Yes, but I will say it was really funny because yeah. when when Chrysler was talking about his love, yeah. it was so funny because John just knew he was talking about Sarah. And yeah. I was like, yes. this fool has no he idea has no that he's talking right. about Mary right now. So that was hilarious to me. Yeah. And he was kind of he was kind of like, oh, okay, well, is it is it Sarah? No, it's actually Mary. But he, so he played it kind of cool he before he even knew <laughs> that it was cool. Mary. He was like, oh, okay, all right. You <laughs> know, he did, like, he did, he did, you know, he did. But there was that relief when... He was so relieved. Yeah. So relieved. That was really him. But how, we still, I just want to talk about how there's a, there was episodes earlier at the end of each episode you know they show a preview and they the preview is kind of like a mashup of different episodes and they mm-hmm. were doing this in the beginning now it seems to be like pertaining to the next episode mm-hmm. but there was one that they kept showing the first couple episodes where John and Sarah kiss and not the one in the car where we've already seen them kiss. Right. Like a very passionate. Oh, a very, oh, yeah. oh actually, oh, right. It's yeah. Definitely, it's definitely building up, especially oh. the way he said, you be careful yeah. on your phone. I was you like, could oh, tell it was like a little God. lingering. Yeah. Like, yeah. She was like, sensation. Oh. <laughs> right. right. I, I, I felt like she didn't do that, but I did that for her. I was like, oh. Yeah. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she felt that. I mean, cute. what will happen whenever... Whenever Sarah realizes that he, Dr. Chrysler is not in love with him, because she said a couple of times that, oh, he's a doctor, the one that I'm in love with. Or um, when they was at that party and she said, oh, well, he's a doctor. 
Like, how would I, I feel? At the beginning, at the beginning, you know, that was the beginning of the season. But I feel like it's evolved a little more, and and the static between John and her has definitely built up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And not to okay. mention, he just slapped her. He slapped her. her. She yeah. slapped her. So she, she is, is way too strong oh, for that. Yeah. I hope so. I She's hope over so. it. She's like, I hope so too, because that slap was pretty crucial. Yeah. I was like, ah. yeah. yeah. Every yeah. woman yeah. is gonna be mad right. if no. Sarah goes back to Chrysler. No. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. when the preview came on, you were like. Ugh. I like it with Jackie so Chill. <laughs> it's just the pre. It's the pre. It's a recap girl. And it would so take away from her character too. She's such a strong character, mm-hmm. and she's gained our respect. You know, exactly. being the only and first woman to work for the police department, and mm-hmm. even the way that she's handled herself every time that she stepped into a room and had these conversations mm-hmm. with these male characters. She's been such a strong character. So I'm just. Uh, I, I I can't wait to see them actually have it out about that because mm-hmm. technically we haven't really seen that happen yet. Yeah, so I right. want to see her defend herself and see how she reacts. You know, hopefully that happens in the next episode. Right. That's something to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, because John doesn't even know. No. 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 Slap. no. So Ooh. when that Ooh. is revealed, yeah. Ooh. him and Chrysler. And you know what? <laughs> and it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because whenever that is revealed, Chrysler has so much pain in him N- n- well, I want to say now. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. it's gonna be like it's like how do you even face even. him about that? Because technically, <sighs> his heart has been snatched out of his chest. Sarah may keep it on the low. Sarah may keep it. I mean, it, it won't be the right time. Sarah. Yeah, it really like, you won't be the right time. Like, how is she ever gonna really bring it up You're now? Right. Now at this point, yeah, like, he doesn't even know about Mary, and that's what's so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking because like, he, he thought he found uh, true love. And he's worked so hard to to bust down this wall, and we yeah. have seen him evolve over this entire. season season and and we, uh, and we want him to evolve geez. like we Mary. really do like he does everybody deserves love I just hope this yeah. doesn't reverse it you know what I mean uh, like that hate that yeah uh, honestly I kind of uh, there's a side of me that kind of wants him to just kick everybody's asses I know and go ham <laughs> and take out everybody JP Morgan just right. take them all out everybody just I don't care it everybody. you yeah. can get it and you right. can get it and hashtag you can get it right. yeah. everybody just can get it end the show just, just take I, them all out I do like though I do like how he said that she basically completes him in a way that she mm. has all these like, she has all of his the things that he wants mm. in him wants to see in himself yes which I thought was really nice. The gentle and the, you know, it's like, oh, he, he's got some feelings. Okay. Which made it extra it heartbreaking. It's so good to see that. Yeah. It humanized him. It was. Because it you did. feel like he has, he knows he has not just a, a physical crippling arm, crippled arm, mm-hmm. but he has, you know, kind of like emotional hole in him as well. Right. And mm-hmm. you feel like he finally got to that point where he found someone who, like, com- he felt completed him. Yeah. yeah. And now... Like the next episode, he's just gonna go home and find it's all gone. <sighs> I I want to give kudos though to Cyrus, uh, who is plays your uncle. Yeah. In the oh, show. By the way, at the beginning of the episode, when he was making those faces, I was <laughs> right, dying Mary's laughing because right. Mary's all like, hum hum humming along, and he's like, "What is going <laughs> on?" Smelling right. the flowers, smiling. Yeah, right, right. He's like, "What the guy into her?" Right. right <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. But it was so. I'm not gonna lie. When I when I saw Cyrus uh, squeezing, kudos to the strength of that man. Yeah. But when I saw him squeezing the, the guy, I in my mind I thought, oh gosh, someone's gonna kill Cyrus, oh, Cyrus in the even, back or something. Yeah, I didn't even think about Mary because she was holding her own for the for the with the knife at you, first. You know what? I thought about Cyrus. I was like, Uncle Cyrus going to come through. He I was like, take it all. I was like, Lord, what's the niece? Take what is the out. niece gonna do whenever she finds out? <laughs> She's gonna go local. We saw. <laughs> We saw a little glimpse. You know what I was thinking though this whole time is that 
John and uh, John and Chrysler go off on their own without Cyrus, and I was like, why would you completely leave town after a killer without yeah. the strongest person on your team? Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Even even hurt, he squeezed almost squeezed the life out of that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's injured, but I was like, I was like, he's still strong. Right. Than both <laughs> yeah, he's still, yeah. he's still a beast. And then not to mention, I don't think they thought that any of that was going to unravel. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have two extreme situations happening. One, they're out of town. The mm-hmm. other one happening at your house. Like, yeah. how oh how gosh. crazy is that that all of that is happening all at the same time? Yeah. Right. Like, they almost get killed and then she gets killed. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. She gets killed <sighs> defending Chrysler. Yeah, mm-hmm. defending him. Oh. I'm just glad she got one good hit just in the shoulder. She did. She did. She I wanted to like, push him over the balcony. She did. She's mean with that knife, though. I was like, yeah. all right, she, girl. She, she, she like, sliced that him her a few time. times. Yeah. That wasn't her first time. Oh, no. She knows, she knows that, what she's doing. Well, she knew. Explain on the show what actually, like, why did they explain on the show why Mary actually killed her uh, father? Um, no. I, I, I don't think we had our actually. speculation yeah. mm-hmm. whenever we were talking about the the mother son relationship and then the father daughter relationship. We kind of had yeah uh, a, a talk because we speculated that Chrysler's dad was abusive to him so that might have been a connection but it didn't, yeah. it, I, don't, I, I felt something was telling me maybe he molested her mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. because I mean what would drive so someone to kill like that's a that's mm-hmm. a murder of passion when you're consistently stabbing someone especially the amount of time she she stabbed her father yeah. he I think and, he, and he probably him molested her and caught yeah, him on fire so, oh, so, um, what? that's kind of like oh, hey yeah. go to hell let me help you oh absolutely sort of thing, yeah so. That's kind of intense. Yeah. I just wanted to take a moment to talk about how much I love the scenery and the set for this. Uh, Last week I told everybody I'm from D.C., which is true. Um, (laughs) And... And it was so cool to see, because D.C. does have a lot of, like, old-timey historical buildings, mm-hmm. but it was cool to see, like, the White House with its doors, with its gates open mm-hmm. and in Aww. kind of, like, a in, with greenery all mm-hmm. around it, because that area is mostly, like, got... Um, barricades and whatnot so it yeah. was it was cool to see it was cool to see some historical buildings um with with like a more greenery and historical yeah. context right yeah right and they made it very obvious too that they were definitely in another city mm-hmm. you know i like mm-hmm. the way they changed they did. that up they did and, change it up yeah so that nicely. was really nice because yeah. you felt like okay they've relocated okay right yeah they did that really i have good. to ask i have to ask and this isn't going to get into our interview at all but how was that for you physically being on the set you know seeing the scenery how was, was that for you i mean it was incredible i it was literally the best time of my life. I felt like I was time traveling. Um, wow. the, our production designer was incredible. Um, I got the pleasure of meeting her and actually chatting with her like on my last day in Budapest. And she's like a couple years older than me. And I'm just like, you're brilliant. Wow. Like, how did you create this world? And like, all the actors spoke on that, how she really helped create that entire world. Every drawer you opened was like you were there in 1896. Like, she wow. really put so much effort into the detail of the set design. Um, So it was incredible. I mean, it it really helped be in the moment because they created it so, so brilliantly, you know. Wow. And we're admiring it from TV, but you actually got to see the real thing. That's amazing. I know, I know. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It still, like, doesn't really feel that real, honestly. Wow. Um, Wow. But, yeah, it's so great to talk about this. This is my first interview, guys. Oh, yeah! I'm really excited. (laughs) Let me, before we start delving into the actual interview, I just have, I just want to get 
two historical facts out of the way. Um, one was they mentioned the Haymarket riots, which is mm-hmm. uh, the scene where Japheth is found like naked, covered in blood, stabbing, mm-hmm. whatever. So it was it was a labor dispute in Chicago. It happened on May fourth, eighteen eighty six, and it's the birthplace of the eight hour workday. Mm-hmm. So basically, there were a bunch of um, mostly immigrant laborers who were striking to not work sixty hour. Wow. Right. Um, So I found that's a great fact. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you for that fact. That was a really cool fact. And then um, the dad, uh, Japheth's father, Reverend Drury, was showing children photos of the Minnesota massacre of 1862. Mm. That was a battle between the Sioux and the settlers. Mm -hmm. And it ended up with the U.S. government executing 38. Sue in connection with that incident. So, yeah. which is the Indians, correct? When you yeah, say the Sioux. Dakota Indians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, which a lot of people might not know that, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's so interesting. So, that to me was an interesting point, just because when you have the father exposing these images and saying, "Okay, well, look what these, uh, you know, look what these people did to our people," right. you're stoking you're stoking these fears of Native Americans without people actually knowing who they, who they are, are having interacted with them. Mm-hmm. So then you're already causing this like kind of uh, sentiment among people and not to mention it's coming from a religious man you know people have used religion to you know manipulate people for years so Mm -hmm. wow i mean you you would think that there's some type of like um i guess uh factualness coming from this guy simply because of who he is so that's so sad that he was a very like hellfire brimstone like you're right right right. kind of guy yeah and it kind of makes you question i mean I I feel that it is a learned thing, um, Mm -hmm. but it makes you question and talk about how kids are are brought up, you know, that that they're taught hate. They're taught to have a a box, a closed box thought on stereotypes. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. I mean, it's the, the fact that this these kids and his son was showed a picture of Indians or, you know, of uh, the Dakota Indians that, like you mentioned, and said, hey, look at what these people did. It's still going on and it hurts. Like the, yeah, and it's still people, going on. Yeah, yeah, people need to realize that this thing is taught and the fact that they bring that up in years, years ago, that it's still relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I mean, piggybacking off of that, we we had Chrysler in the last episode. Um, even though he's supposed to be a very progressive character, he's doing things that didn't even occur to him are wrong. Yeah, exactly. So he's in that episode with Joanna, and she points out to him, she's like, "I don't need your money for my school. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to treat my uncle better." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was like a wake up call for him because mm-hmm. he did. It didn't even occurred to him him. that he shouldn't be letting Cyrus sleep in the stables. Exactly. Which means there's hope. Yeah. (laughs) After all of these years, these bad habits and these bad lessons, there's hope. So, Mm -hmm. thank you for, you You know, know, you aided, you know, you see the light. Right. (laughs) Your your character, we believe, aided Dr. Chrysler into a little bit of light. He's growing. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And I hope that we get to see more of your character. Yes. I am hoping for that, too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm really really like praying for season two and you know hopefully they bring me back maybe recurring you know because I think there's still some like unfinished you know especially now that I think Chrysler's seen the light like I'm like okay so maybe now he'll start making more strides to like invite me out more and you know because there's 
we'll get to we'll get to it but like there's so much there was more to those scenes there was actually three scenes Mm -hmm. that kind of went more into depth with the background of my character and how I don't really come around as much um but you guys saw just the power Mm -hmm. in what the whole point of my my visit was right right there was a little more backstory a few more backstory scenes that were in the mix that didn't make the cut but those scenes showcased my full background of the history of me and my uncle and and all that and how it all comes together and you know what and now that your uncle we have no idea what just happened to your uncle who knows like is is he safe you know where do they take him like we have so many questions about you know where is he because now I'm like he might have to call me up (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joanna I don't know where your uncle is (laughs) we need you Right. But I mean, your character, you know, we have this, we know that she's going to school, so we know that she could help in their investigations. In she's the intelligent. She's, she's a journalist. Yes. You know, she's yeah. working for the Philadelphia Tribune. So it's kind of like, I was, I thought about that. I was like, maybe my character could be writing some article. You know, like, I don't know yeah. how they can tie it in, right. but maybe they may, can use me to write something in regards to the investigation. And unlike Moore, mm-hmm. she's a real journalist because Moore just draws pictures. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. And she's also a strong woman, which is something yeah. that's always great yeah. to see on board with, you know, the other alienists. Mm-hmm. And a strong black woman. And a strong black woman. You don't have one. Yeah. And yeah. in 1890, that's why, you know, I had to be careful with how I spoke to him still. Like, it, it was... I couldn't just really because he did pay for my schooling for one Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) but for two I couldn't just really hand it to him like I think I Mm -hmm. really probably wanted to I had Mm -hmm. to be careful with my words because I'm still a black woman in 1896 so as progressive as I am that is not common for, at all for at black all. women. Yeah. So what were the other scenes? I'm not, can you tell yeah. us about that? Um, so the the first scene is kind of like an introduction scene where I'm kind of you know my uncle's like oh you know you never come down and see me and I'm like oh well, I'm never invited you know so it's kind of like we have a little moment of You're like feisty. yeah I'm a little <laughs> I like you You're I'm feisty. a little feisty and so I'm like okay I'm here you know and like the nurse one of the nurses kind of gives me a little shade because she's like he should have been in the Negro hospital and so there's kind of that oh, moment wow. too um, and then the other scene was actually more intimate with just me and my uncle where mm-hmm. he's kind of like really getting on me because he overheard what I say to uh, Chrysler so what he, we saw what we actually ex- saw exactly oh, that must have been so, what Robert was talking he about that. he did he, really we, yeah. we, we, oh, he we did oh I'm not giving too much away I'm no, like, no, 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 no 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 we no, have no, questions no. That, so, yeah, okay. continue. Yeah, that was my burning one because we ran out of time yeah okay and I was like but, but what did y'all talk about yeah so, okay so okay. please continue okay I'd like to know yeah so we talked about you know he he just kind of was like, you know, that man has been here for me and he's done so much for me. And I'm like, look, you have endured enough pain. You you need to step out on your own. Slavery's done. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of just like, you know, this is this is my home. This man's taking me in. And he's kind of going against it. Wow. But but he's also very proud of me and kind of expresses that. And we kind of share a moment of like, we, I have a whole little departure. Like I have a whole, you know, where I'm kind of just really like, take care of yourself you know you know know what's really interesting is that in that moment just listening to you you reflect the new generation Mm -hmm. of educated 
young black people, you mm-hmm. know, and he represents that, you know, he's kind of set in his ways, you know, he's yeah, he's, he's comfortable because he knows what, like, you didn't experience what he went through. Right. He was probably a slave. His parents were probably a slave. Mm-hmm. So what you represent is that new, confident, educated, yes. you know, uh, I mean, I'm I like could the first one out of the family. Like, exactly. I'm like the first of the family to, to actually go to school. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of when me and, when me and uh, Bob, I call him Bob, we were breaking down the scene. That's one of the things he really expressed to me was that I'm the first, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm so proud of you because nobody's made it out, you know, and his parents and mm-hmm. his in his backstory, his parents were killed. So wow. <clears throat> there's a lot that he's went through and Chrysler comes through and actually saves him in court from like a murder that he was accused of mm-hmm. and all that. Um, so he's been through so much and I'm kind of the one family member who's made it out and is progressive wow. and is smart and educated. So that was like that's what we really like went through when we were breaking down the scene as far as my character and part of the story and everything do they tell you what happened to your parents because i'm curious as to why she's so close to Mm -hmm. her uncle and we don't have like very good question (laughs) um i created my own backstory but they they did not they did not tell me what happened to my parents so what was your backstory (laughs) um (laughs) my backstory is that my parents weren't my parents were killed um, mm-hmm. and that I was pretty much raised by my uncle. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah. And he kind of took me in up until I think he went through. Obviously, I think it was up until I was grow to get me through schooling. Mm-hmm. And then he um, goes off to work for Chrysler, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I, I, I just created that my parents were no longer existent. And that mm-hmm. Uncle Cyrus was my was my guardian. Nice. <laughs> you know what works. I like about these yeah. whole, this whole story? It's everyone that we've talked to um, from the Alienist seems like they do a massive amount of prep work, yeah. and I yeah. love that. There's a lot of like, yeah. like really nerdy studying going on that I respect <laughs> so much. Right. Uh, you know, and I didn't get to really like. I worked with Daniel once we got to set. Um, me, him, and um, Bob were able to like really like they gave me so much backstory once we were at set I was like this is great guys just keep going (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't have much to work off of like I literally just had the episode and and then again I didn't even have the episode before mine until I was actually in Budapest like we read at the table read episode 6 and then episode 7 but before that I just had episode seven i didn't have any full script or anything which wow. i still don't i don't even know what's happening next next <laughs> episode so um so it was very like not challenging but it was like okay i'm creating this entire world for myself because i that that's all i have to go off of is just my episode um so that was a lot of fun for me to like play and just create a whole new world you know so were you entirely surprised when you watched today with us i was i mean at the end I, that's why i was like <laughs> We all like, like I drove. Everyone else in the studio was like, "What is going?" Was looking at our TV like, "What just seen. happened?" I mean, I was even shocked at my at last week's <sighs> episode because I didn't see anything. I didn't see so anything before y'all saw it. Saw it. Wow! So that was wow. the first time I saw myself since I shot those scenes in Budapest last last June. You know, so like to wait all that time I'm like do I look okay is my hair placed right <laughs> like what you know but it was it, it was so great that they, they that's the scene they, they that they chose because all of the scenes were great but mm-hmm. that one like and I'm glad that they used it as like what really because before it drove what changes him but it, mm-hmm. it wasn't like 
the exactly you know like mm-hmm. what I yeah. said is what really causes him to change and it mm-hmm. wasn't like that originally so I like that because now I'm like whoa my character really got She's some weight yeah. like, I, I love it, it. Yeah. I love it We're you know I was speaking really happy that speaking yeah. season two into existence yes so, speaking your character into yes. existence yes we still have questions yeah. about your character so that's why she needs to come back yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah. we have to have her back yes. now exactly. spe- speaking of your character now aside from your character did you do anything special with your friends did you do a watch party yes yeah. so I had a watch party um, last Monday. I did it at the Belmont on La Cienega, and I just had an intimate Aww. screening, and I made everyone dress up like the time period. That's adorable. Yeah, because I was like, I mean, it's so much fun. Like, and so mm-hmm. every, people actually really went all out. Like, one of my girlfriend's awesome. moms, she sewed some stuff together. The older people really went out. Like, yeah. I guess because they don't really get out too much, so they was like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, I'm gonna pull on, pull out the clothes. <laughs> you know, I love you know, it. It was real. It was really fun to see everybody get all dressed up, just because that time period is so much fun and, and so I had so much fun even at the, going to the audition I was like mm-hmm. oh okay I got the clothes you know like I, I love so dressing dressed up. up for your audition oh yeah I, I mean it. I didn't oh get all costumey but but I definitely like I love just dressing up and actually getting in I mean it helps getting into character mm-hmm. you know yeah. absolutely what did you wear I'm, cu- I'm curious so I and it's crazy because I had all this stuff in my closet I didn't buy anything but um have <laughs> <laughs> a closet full period clothes. right <laughs> you know we might need to do this for the last episode so I'm right. trying yeah. to get no, we so, should I mean we have a hat to start right. with I can totally help guys I can help I love this stuff <laughs> all right, um, girl, we'll call I you. just had like a kind of like a little roughly type of top mm-hmm. like a Victorian okay. looking top mm-hmm. it did like it had a co- like a turtleneck um it was white though like cream colored then i had like a high-waisted um black skirt that's kind of it goes over the knee it's not all the way to the to the ankle but it goes over the knee Mm -hmm. um and then i had like a belt um what else did i do i'm trying to think you went all out girl that's pretty much what the just you got the part so you did a good job yeah it was great so much fun do you prefer doing more period pieces or do you prefer contemporary pieces or it doesn't matter oh my gosh hmm wow that's a good question um jeez (laughs) i almost want to say period pieces just Mm -hmm. because like honestly that has always been my dream um that's something about time traveling to a different like i've always felt like i wasn't from this time period i don't know something is always <laughs> i've always had that little thing um so to be able to like dress up and and have that timeless look where you can just transform into these different characters i think that's so incredible um, to relive those times because I don't really want to relive them now, but mm-hmm. um, to but to be an actress and to be able to like transform, I think that's great. But I mean, my, I mean, I love modern day. I mean, obviously, whatever. I'm here to work. <laughs> I'm here to work. Like no limits, no limits. But but that but I I do love the period piece. I I saw that you were on an episode of Drunk History, which yeah. is why I asked because I love I figured because I was like, where are you getting this from? Yeah, yeah Drunk History was probably one of the, my most favorite shows to work on too, um, just because you're like lip syncing, um, and the <laughs> cast and so crew fun. were just such a blast to work with. But yeah, that's one of my favorites. That's definitely one of my favorites. Oh, nice. I've learned a lot from Drunk History. Not that this is a yeah. <laughs> show for Drunk History, but <laughs> yeah, it's a good little show. You actually do learn facts, even though it's like what. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like laughing the whole and time. And all the whole yeah. cast, like everyone who does the reenactments are so funny. Yeah. Like they're always just spot on. I'm always laughing. It's I'll so have to hilarious. Check that out. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish, I think, is on this new season. And I was nice. like, oh my God. Oh my I can just peer her as a narrator. <laughs> like she's crazy. But I'm sure it's going to be oh, hilarious. Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Wait, nice. is she on as a reenactor or as one of the drunk as people? As one of the drunk people. Oh my mm-hmm. God. <laughs> yeah, so oh, hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to see imagine. <laughs> Well, we have to wrap up soon, so I want to just grab the um, giveaway, the fan for our giveaway. Oh, yeah. We're going to have you draw. So this is, we have one more entry to do after this. So you can still enter for that one last entry. One more entry. Uh, Can we get a drum roll, please? One? Just pick one? A little drum roll? I was about to say, Steve is so much nicer. Samuel Greenberg. Samuel Greenberg, you are a winner. And if you want to be a winner like Samuel Greenberg, you can click. I I think it's actually, I have it pinned on my Twitter account, which is 123JackieB. I'll do Um, the same. And Mm -hmm. if we can all, the rest of our team can pin it. Yes, I will pin as well. Yeah. So, because we'd love to have you guys read the book as well. The book has mm-hmm. been very enlightening. <laughs> yes. Can I us. just end on, I'm at that part of the book. I know. And no spoilers, but I text you guys the moment that I turned that page. <laughs> she did. Oh, it killed me. And I still haven't told any yeah. details, but oh, all of you book winners, you are going to absolutely love your giveaway. That's all I will say. It's yeah. a great book. And it's the great thing about the book is it has, it has all the details that the show doesn't have. Mm-hmm. So yes. you mm-hmm. definitely want this book. It's such a great prize. Yes. One of my favorite details from the book, by the way, is that telephone, when they abbreviate it to phone, they put like a little apostrophe in front of it because it wasn't normal at the time to mm-hmm. say phone. Uh, and every time it just gets it, I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a little piece of of history. I know. I'm like, right there. Good job. (laughs) Even in the detail. The details is even in the book. So, like it. So, Brittany, where can the people find you on your Instagram and your Twitter? So, you can find me at Miss Brittany Marie. So, that's M-S-B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-M-A-R-I-E. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, I'm also an entrepreneur, so I have an events company, which is Impact Events. Yes. We have some great events oh, coming up awesome. for women I, I and people in general. That. I second that, guy. She, she knows about it. She knows <laughs> all about it. Um, so you can check us out at Impact Events. That's no I-M-P-A-C-T events at gmail.com and also Impact Events on Instagram and Twitter. And also, mm-hmm. if you want to get Brittany on to season, a hypothetical season yes. two of The Alienist, yes. tweet all her stuff at Joanna, the, at the official Alienist. <laughs> we want more Joanna. Sorry. We need more Joanna. We need more. Yes. Hashtag we need more Joanna. Yes. yes. Hashtag yes. tweet it out. More Joanna. Loud and Tag TNT. Let them yes. all know. Yes. Let them know. <laughs> Let them know. So, Takira, where can the people find you? Yes, um, I'm uh, Takira Shabrain. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Takira underscore Shabrain. And Candy? Yes. Hey, guys. And you can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie. There's some similarities. <laughs> oh, hey. And on. My uh, middle name is Marie. Oh, hey, yes. 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 <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at SweetKidnoyTV. And I'm 123JackieB on all platforms. Many thanks to Brittany for joining us. Yes. And we'll see you guys next week. Yay. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.